save your friend too early and have fuck all to do you can spend nine consecutive days eating beef catching bugs <laughs> i wasn't ready for a third one and giving things to old men and women it's persona and, and every, every day's day great, great. I like that. yeah let's leave that one okay. <laughs> Yeah. This podcast isn't about quality. No. It's about truth. <laughs> this podcast is about f- reaching out for the truth. Yes. I take and I hold and I reach out for the truth and I'm the... All the homo men will now break away. That's what it says. Oh, is that the song? <laughs> Those are the lines. <laughs> Every single homo man will break away from this game because nobody's actually gay in this game. Every gay falling apart. <laughs> Tell me why you did it. Every gay <laughs> falling apart. Um, tell well, me why you something it's out a, of the closet. closet. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Every Day's Great. This is a podcast where we play Persona. Every gay's great. Every gay's great. <laughs> Here on our uh, on our Canadian show podcast <laughs> that where Drake is in it. <laughs> Welcome to the stretch fest mm-hmm. where we're going to we're going to reach as far as it takes to get any old joke. Yeah, how many how many <laughs> jokes can I reach? Uh I I joke you this much says the rabbit. Are you my joke mother? <laughs> That's close to the same book. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh I'm Kimzing. Mama Zane. Mama pajama. <laughs> That was so good. Gosh. Hey, everybody, look up that video. It's so Ludicrous good. Ludicrous doing Llama Llama Red Pajama. Oh, gosh. It's amazing. Very good. Mm-hmm. I'm Caleb Zane Hewitt, and, and that's I, Nick Splendor. And and I'm the one he said I was. And that's... <laughs> it turns out I know his name. There are two of us here, and Caleb met me this week. A monumentous occasion where I finally learned Nick's full name. <laughs> we play the Persona games, roughly yes. in real time. This week uh, and a half, we mm. covered... 419, which is April 19th, for those of you that aren't in the know or in the biz. Yes. To <laughs> of calendars and, to, and, and date date tracking. Mm-hmm, to 428, mm. which is April 28th. April 28th. Mm-hmm. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, nine days? That's an unorthodox week. What an interesting length of time what for a week to be. What a weird amount of time. Well, guess what? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much of the game we played. I know you look at the cover art and you say Persona in real time. Well, wait a second. You guys actually aren't playing it in real time. You're playing and then talking about it in a compressed amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then also, isn't this podcast supposed to be following the real week and the game week, but it's not exactly, and you did nine days in a week? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, deal with it. Persona is not a realistic game, and this is not a realistic podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our Sonic podcast is like loving and friendly and welcoming, and this one, yeah. we're all about just like starting fights Very and taking hostile. Names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I gotta... came here to start fights and take names, and I don't remember anyone's name. <laughs> Persona wants me to rebel. It wants me to get mad. It wants me to make friends, and I'm going to do t- two out of three of those things. That's the number that I want you to do, because I don't need the other one. <laughs> the reason we are sort of mucking around here is that not a whole lot happened in these nine days, even though we did a little more than a week. Uh, we do have cool stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. And there oh, is still plenty to talk oh, about. Oh, there's plenty to talk about. But we're trying to, you know, hey, let let down your hair. Take off that collar. Rapunzel, Rapunzel, what's well, social? What's your arcana? <laughs> Stupid. Will, will hanging out with you make my personas better, Rapunzel? If not, I will leave you there. Let's start the first day. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the first day. April 19th. Today, we joined a sports team. I was very torn by this decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, we had just gone through walk it. Me th- yeah, walk me through it. Tell me as you, the emotional the emotional journey you had to go through <laughs> to decide between basketball or soccer. As you may recall, literally the day before this, I'm pretty sure, 
We went into a, a hell dimension of television, television, mm-hmm. and we HD s- 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 standard standard definition SD. We <laughs> this is a normal old cathode ray television mm-hmm. uh, that you push through and hell definition hell <clears throat> HD HD. I got it. And when you go in there and then you save Yukiko San, your friend, from being her own ghost or something, I still don't. 100% understand what's going on in this game. Mm-hmm. But we do that. Yukiko we... trapped Yukiko in a yes. television, and we had to make sure that Yukiko did not hate Yukiko so that Yukiko wouldn't die right. at the hands of Yukiko. Right. But then, after Yukiko has reunited with Yukiko and become one powerful Yukiko, mm-hmm. she, she needs a break. She became Orokorio. She became Yukiko's or- persona. Orokorio. Yes. And then she needed to lie down for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Which I get. I'm with. I'm to. I, I, God, I would love nothing more than just to lie down for a couple of weeks. I'm constantly battling my own personas, and b- frankly, not winning most of the time. Not reuniting. Not becoming a more wholesome being. Mm-hmm. And uh, even in that case, I need to lie the heck down. Yeah, do a lot of laying down. So we did that. It's interesting <laughs> in this game. If you save someone early, they lay down and are sick for a lot longer. Yeah. If we had saved her for example on the 28th which is the last day of the section yeah she would have had one day down and then been like i'm great i'm ready let's go right back up that Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense and that's fine unless uh you take into context that maybe Mm. she's actually tired from living in the real world and also being in the Uh tv world is a little bit of a break on her old her old manager bones okay okay because it's not like she was being well, I guess she was being actively tortured while she was in the television, and to leave her for two weeks would have been inhumane. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. But it also but, could have been a little bit but it, it's like sti- a vacation. It's still different. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's still different. It's good for the brain. Um, we all need a break now and then. Mm-hmm. We just did that. We went into the television and we saved Yukiko. And then we... Are given talked, a much more we, daunting we, challenge. We talked to everybody about, like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, we oh gosh, we should we should solve this murder that's going on. We should find the murderer. Mm-hmm. We should work together as a team. Now we're all detectives. And then should I soccer or should I basketball? <laughs> the most important question posed to you of the game so far. Because basically, um, uh, what's his name, Trash Boy? Hanamura? What's mm-hmm. his name? Yosuke Hanamura. Yosuke Hanamura. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, well, I guess we should wait until Yukiko feels better and then talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. We don't go to her house and talk to her about it. We don't <laughs> go and check on her or anything. Mm-hmm. We just hear from Chie that she just needs a break. And we go, okay, well, I guess we'll wait until she feels better. And every day after school, it says, you're waiting for Yukiko to feel better. And then nothing. And playing this game without any context... I'm baffled. I'm just baffled by it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But it basically, the most important decision that falls on your plate, after saving a life, after doing one of the greatest things a fireman can do, yeah, you have to choose between soccer and basketball. After becoming becoming an honorary fireman, the only people in the world (laughs) that save lives, (laughs) you climb a stack of televisions Mm -hmm. to get a balloon cat and a fireman's badge out of a bear, and then you go... (laughs) And then you have to join a sports club. You have to join a sports club. So you are given a decision. Do you want to do sports with the hot one or with the rich one? They don't even really give you that choice either. (sighs) Because when you take a tour, you just get one personality-free line from the character that you'll be hanging out with where you see their picture. So it shows you the picture and then, like, okay, Daisuke is the hot one. Yeah. And it shows you a picture of him looking kind of cute. Uh Uh-huh. And Daisuke goes, all right, everybody, hustle. And then it shows you you Ko playing basketball. Yeah. And Ko, you see his face, his, like, blank face with a line under it that's just, like, goal. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Yeah. It's home run. It's the... this is a, an early application of the Tinder method of meeting mm-hmm. people. You get to see their picture mm-hmm. and one isolated bit of text about, sort of about them. I uh, think that would be an improvement on Tinder. To make a choice. It would be better if Tinder was constantly listening to you as you went about your day. Oh, and I, instead shared a quote, something recently that you've said mm-hmm. out of context. I think that would be good. But I was thinking uh, so that instead of swiping left or right, you're either swiping basketball or soccer. <laughs> So, for example, right. I would see 
the face of wealthy real estate mogul, the property brother. Yes. <laughs> and I would decide, I would read his profile. I, hello, I create properties. And I would decide whether I wanted to play basketball or soccer with him. Yes. And if you both said you wanted to play soccer, oh. then it would automatically schedule a soccer date for you. And yeah. if you both said you wanted to play basketball, it would automatically schedule a basketball date for you. Yes. But, but if, if you, you swiped opposite ways, uh-huh. then... It's no good. It's it's no it's no good, as they say in yep. the sports business. It's one of those famous sports things people say. <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> um, <laughs> you put your hands up in the air. And you say it's a no good. It's a no good. <laughs> but in this case, you chose to swipe soccer. Would you like to tell me why? Yeah, it's an easy choice because I don't like to see basketball. I don't like to see the court. I don't like to see the hoop. Mm-hmm. I don't like the jerseys. I don't like anything about basketball. So you're one of those people that always swipes soccer no matter what the person's like. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't want to think about it. I'm not looking <laughs> at somebody else and thinking what they want. I want what I want. Mm-hmm. And what I want is soccer. I played basketball for one season as a child. Me too. Huh, weird. Mm-hmm. Were you already tall? No, 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 no. I was very a child. So I had just crossed the threshold into tall, mm-hmm. uh, starting to be tall. And so I was put in the defensive position underneath the goal, mm-hmm. which is good because I couldn't shoot for anything. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But I also couldn't defend. So it's not good. My only memory of basketball when I was a kid is there was one game where I, I never 100% ever learned the rules of basketball. Yeah, no, me either. I, <laughs> I was on that team and I didn't know what I was doing mm-hmm. and I never mm-hmm. threw the ball and I tried to just never catch the ball if I could help it. Yeah, yeah. But I saw my opportunity. You play a touchless tag. Uh-huh. <laughs> I saw my opportunity to be a star. Oh, by somebody who was having the ball, and they were they were doing the thing where you bounce it yeah. off the ground. Uh-huh. And I came to them and grabbed the ball, and they also had both hands on the ball, and proceeded to just attempt to wrest it from their grasp. <laughs> And they didn't cut me off very fast, mm-hmm. so it was 30 seconds of me tugging on this ball while this other kid was tugging back on this ball. And the audience is like, does this kid have any idea what he's doing? And the answer was no. No, they they, they read the situation correctly. They were correct. And then the referee stopped it, and I had to no longer do that. And my dad told me later that he appreciated my hustle. <laughs> hustle is super important, mm-hmm. except in Persona. We all got participation trophies, which, uh, you know, is everything that's wrong with it's me. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have sports goggles at that time? Would you have glasses? Because I did. I had sports goggles. No, I didn't have I didn't have sports goggles. I got the elastic band and the big frames and the sports goggles. So you were mm. playing sports and managed to find the only way to look not cool while doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very proud of As you. As is my, uh, my MO. Persona doesn't need you to hustle. No. Persona... It wants you to take your time and meander through its days. A lot of video games do that, where they mm-hmm. tell you something super important and it needs to happen now. But then, if it doesn't, it's okay. Hey, yeah, it's fine. Princess Zelda, she's been trapped in the castle for a hundred years and needs you to save her immediately. Yeah. But you're but not ready. But there's like you're a all... lot of Koroks, though. But a bunch of Koroks need to be teased. There are so many Koroks and you need to drop rocks on them. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> I never do that. I would never drop a rock on a Korok. I would drop a rock on every Korok. But I would also teach a Korok how to rock out, so it kind of makes up for it. Clonk every Korok. <laughs> Actually, Climb Every Mountain is a pretty good song for a Korok montage. Yeah, like kind of huh. on its own. Yeah. Uh, that huh. that is the Breath of the change. Wild's theme song. Yeah. Hmm. They should get Florence and the Machine to do a version of that. <laughs> because I hear she's really into open world fantasy games mm. these days. She loves fantasy games. Yeah, she played um, all of Final Fantasy XV, every single part of it. So we joined uh, the soccer team. Avery Daysgrid mm-hmm. joined the soccer team and uh, immediately hit it off with everybody. Except for the whole team. Except for the whole team. There were no problems except with everybody thinking that we were an asshole. And immediately was... the whole team decides they're going to prank us. Yeah. and Oh, it's your turn to clean up all the goalposts and balls and dirt. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other guys show up and we got Daisuke, we got Daisuke is the soccer who you person. refer to as the hot one. Mm-hmm. Is it because of the bandage or what? Yeah, that's part is it of the it. the bandage in the jaw? Like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You nailed it. it. Okay. His haircut's pretty good too. Um, I am... Uh, it's, it's just basically barely there, but it's a good color. Right. More partial to Ko, I think, actually, mm-hmm. in terms of raw attraction. Yeah, you like those emo boys. Uh, he's a little bit more emo, mm-hmm. which I appreciate, and he looks a little bit like... um 
looks a bit like a Super Mario Brothers two radish. Like his head shape, he's got that radish head, mm-hmm. radish face. Yeah, and that's a good shape. Super Smash Brothers, Peach could pull Ko just right out the ground. I would love that. Mm-hmm. God, I would love that. Mm-hmm. I, I've just learned something about myself. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> so Daisuke and Ko are pals right. and buds that yep. are each in charge of the different teams, but they're also very good friends. And they like to go to the city together. Yes. And uh, boys like, and boys in the city. B- boys and boys in the city. Terrace house. Um, we hang out with them for a little while. We don't learn a whole lot about either no, of them. Not really. We just know they're friends. We know they're pretty nice to us. And we form the strength yeah. arcana. This is so weird. What a weird view. Every time this social link or an arcana upgrade happens, I find myself like, in a, I, I can't help but just go like, I cry out with the pain of of forging new links. Mm -hmm, Forging a new bond. These are the links you formed in life, Scrooge. You will carry these friendships into hell. (laughs) These chains wrapped around my arms, Scrooge. They are your links. They are the texts you sent in life. So I don't know, man. I, I'm like this game's funny, and I like it, and I'm having a good time. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of weird shit in here, <laughs> and the, the the amount to the extent to which it does not contextualize or explain the fact that you are now about to read ten text boxes about what the strength arcana enables you to do is just like what are we talking about? You can now fuse personas of the strength arcana. You feel your bond getting stronger with with sports boys. Mm -hmm. You are about to get closer with sports boys. (laughs) A social link has leveled up with sports boys. (laughs) Good job getting those sports boys right. (laughs) They both want to hang with you, my man. (laughs) And it has nothing to do with your level 87 Apsaurus. These are all actual quotes from Igor in this game. (laughs) Your sports boys are coming along nicely, I can tell. The sports boy crop this year is going to reap a very good harvest. Mm, 2003, what a good year for sports boys. Vintage Mm. sweat. Tannins. Tannins. Hey, hey, Nick. Yeah. You know what day's up next? Which day? My favorite day on earth. (gasps) My favorite day on God's. Green uh, 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 Earth. Green, 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 green. 420. Nice. Welcome to April 20th. <laughs> we meet the puppet teacher. So. <laughs> There's a teacher who has themselves as a puppet on their hand. Mm-hmm. And it's not quite a South Park. It's a different thing. Mr. Hosui. Um, Imagine going to school, just like, bear with me, you, you, yeah. you wake up in the morning and you go, you get dressed and you, you have breakfast made by your little sister and then you go to school and your teacher pulls out a puppet of himself and then asks you about, about the last Murakami novel you read. <laughs> He's described as a dull teacher and I think that's really um, weird and um, maybe not, not very charitable. Haruki Murakami's 1Q84 is... Really good. Do you know how many chapters are in the Wind Up Bird Chronicle? <laughs> Another of his books that is very good that you should read that he, for sure. That he also wrote and that everyone needs to like. I wonder whether that was in the original game or if the localizers were like, hell, hell yeah. yeah. I Get love Murakami. Murakami. Mm-hmm. They'll believe it because he's Japanese. Yeah. I wonder if he, in the, in the original, did he ask about Tom Clancy? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Clancy, you you posit is the United States is Murakami. Uh, you know, they um Murakami Murakami Splinter Cell. Let me just ace this yeah. Tom oh, Clancy's Kafka on the shore. <laughs> I think that's very good. Mm-hmm. I think we could do with a lot more sort of if you if you got the next military game mm-hmm. but it consisted of just wandering around a battlefield and periodically meeting an old man Haruki like, Murakami's Ghost Recon where you <laughs> hang out with to... the ghosts of your dead sister yeah yeah and eventually have um sex with a ghost in a way that reveals you've never actually had sex in your life <laughs> in your human author life <laughs> But it's very spiritual, and it really taught me a lot about myself. It um, definitely helped set me back on the path to becoming a real functional adult when yeah. I read those books as a teenager. It definitely reinforced all the worst things about being an awkward teen. I'll, tell, I'll say that. I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you about that. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
This is the strangest school that you can go to. It's a very weird school. I don't think the teachers are this weird in three or five, so it's extra funny that they just decided to commit to every single teacher having a completely just bizarre gimmick. Go for it. You mm-hmm. got yeah. You've got a um the evil Bugs Bunny hate man. You've got the st- the, the st- You've got you've got, you've got uh, the Sphinx from Mandark from, from Dexter. Mandark from Dexter. Uh uh uh, yeah, um, Doctor, um, Mister, Mister Bumpy, or whatever it is from South Park, Doctor Mister Bumpy, hand. and uh, and Gandalf. And <laughs> the what else happened on that day? We hung out with Yosuke and hit rank two. Found out a little bit about how people in town think feel about him as the heir to Juness. This one particular branch. Oh, yeah, that's of Juness right. We went that to eat, eat with him. Heard some ladies walking by. More importantly, do they have the green leaf in Japan? But has the green leaf made it to that little island in the east? Because it, if it is, then Yosuke would have it. Yeah, no, no, for sure. If it was, Yosuke would be the hookup. And he's we, the magician arcana. And let me tell um, you, um, yes, he's gonna teach us about some magic. Now I don't don't do that and haven't done that. Mm-hmm. But if I don't I, even, I actually still don't know what we're talking. about. I don't about. know what we're talking about. But if I if I was in this video game and I and I did it, I would be Yosuke. I would be, I would have the leaf and I would be Yosuke, <laughs> right? And and it's 420 and he said, he told us he wanted to hang out and I was like, hell yeah, hell get, about yeah. To get that 420. And then he didn't have it. He didn't, ha- he didn't have it. No, he just had a sob story, you know? Did we eat steak today? What did we, did we, we eat We ate steak twice today. We ate steak. We ate steak with him and during the day and right? then we hung out with Chie at night and we had steak again. Oh my God. It was a Double good time. steak. Now the only way you can eat that much steak in one day is if you got that green light. <laughs> you got the- yeah, we so had- I think there's some off-camera... I think when they make that the off-camera secrets boundary break mm-hmm. YouTube video of Persona 4, we're going to see that everybody's huffing and puffing off-screen in well, this uh, on this day. <laughs> well, there are also... There are two... The frustrum culling of this game is when the triangle is rotating, all the cigarettes are getting put out as you're turning to face them, and then, and then it... C- <laughs> When you're not that that that's one of the actually one of the basic principles of video games that everybody yeah. should already know yeah is that uh, <laughs> frustrum blazing <laughs> is when you turn the camera in a video game yeah and you, what you look at yeah. does not have any 420 but then when you what you, you look away when you look away every space that you're not looking at has 420 and that helps with game loading times yep. It's, because it makes sure that everybody else, when, the, when it's time for their turn, is really chill and They're ready. very chill and very ready. <laughs> so there are two restaurants in this town. There are two restaurants in this town, and the only person doing grocery shopping for us yeah. is a six-year-old girl. Oh, God. So it kind of makes sense that we'd eat at the same place more than once in a day. Welcome home. <laughs> Nanako! Nanako! <laughs> Poor I sweet baby I cry Nanako. when I see her. I get a tear in my eye. Over the course of this week, the one thing that became perfectly clear is that my heart is going to break completely for Nanako before this fucking game is over. <laughs> yeah. I asked Caleb for a spoiler. I asked if there was a social link for Nanako, and he said there is. Mm-hmm. And I am holding out for a hero. Mm-hmm. Holding out for Nanako till the end of the night. <laughs> 421! We gave a kid a steak skewer and he gave us a bug. It was great. I love this kind of thing. I love it when you have a weird item and then you give it to another kid and they give you a weird item and then you got to give that weird item to somebody else. I love paying it forward. Yeah. The path we took here was we bought a skewer of steak on a whim. Yeah. We had, I just we, said, hell yeah, I'll have that. We Because it was a, he, we need more steak. Yep. Avery had not had enough steak yet. Cannot get He's, enough steak. Avery is gotta the Chie. Got to get the protein for the soccer team. <laughs> We're playing a very Chie-like Avery. He and Chie bond over that because mm-hmm. they really, really love steak together as a team. Yeah. We take it to a kid who gives us a beetle. We yeah. go to the nightclub that's made out of the general store in town. And when we walk in, the eel that this yeah, woman has yeah. named goes buck wild. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Give me that bug. She's like, okay, he goes bug wild. She, she, <laughs> this old lady, what's her name? I forget. The old lady in the general store who becomes Shiroku. It, Shiroku. But and it, it just says Shiroku hostess. Yes. But mm-hmm. it becomes this like swanky, like Virgin Airlines lit. <laughs> like this. <laughs> it becomes an airport terminal. This vir- Virgin bar. Airlines terminal. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Virgin. Um, got devoured by Alaska and we missed that lighting. 
Yeah. Have you ever been on a Virgin Airline? No. I did one time. Mm-hmm. I got to live the dream. You were the only one. It was real purple. Because then after that... And then it was over. Mm-hmm. And she starts out saying, oh, my Akihiko won't eat. And we don't know that it's the eel, but then it becomes clear that it's the eel. And then she feeds the bug. She and says, the... do you think he's figured out that he's not my real son? Yeah. Turns out the problem is that the eel may have eaten a fish hook. Yes. Uh, so mm-hmm. so when the eel has some like real food, then he just goes like, uh, uh, yeah. And like Homer with a donut just coughs it up himself. Um, doesn't need eel, the eel Heimlich. We... Go back to soccer practice again. Oh, yeah. We did soccer practice. Mm-hmm. Um, they make sure that we full ass when we polish the balls. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ball talk. And um, that's uh, just like the bat from Anastasia. Ball talk. I um, uh, we uh, we just like about- <laughs> the popular podcast for everyone uh, about all the different types of balls featuring some hosts that you really love. Ball talk. <laughs> the number one podcast of, of all time. I just love when I meet someone new in the street and we just make a little ball talk. <laughs> <laughs> Some people get frustrated with ball talk because they're like, I just don't understand what it, you know, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there is no point. It's a sphere. <laughs> la, 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 la. Ball talk. I really like that movie ball talk about the wolf that pulls the uh, horse Slay the sleigh, you know. I said horse, but I meant dog, I like and I also said sleigh, but I meant sled. So I can start that sentence again if you'd like. And it is: Do you remember the movie Ball Talk about the wolf that pulls the dogs that pull the sled? I like the movie about the big dog who helps the children. Baltofen. That's what I'm. Baltofen. Okay. Four twenty-two. <laughs> we hang out with Marie today. Marie! Mm-hmm. Now, she's a weird one. Yeah, so um, she lives in the Velvet Room. The Belbo Room. I don't know why I want to say the Belbo Room. Got to, got to get you some Belbo Room. room. I like, um, she is a weird one, and apparently she's an addition to the Golden, the Persona for the Golden. Yes, she's new. She just doesn't appear at all in the original? That's correct. What can this mean? Mm-hmm. I am, I, it's hard for me to imagine this world without her. That's how good a job they did. <laughs> She she's seems, really cool. She's very cool. Um, I like her hat a lot. Yes, I good like her hat. gold. She got this like gold V medallion. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Velvet V for velvet. I think it might be the Velvet Room logo. Yeah, I'm not is sure. Is it a teaser for Persona V? Um, Persona V. She is um, apparently maybe not really real all the way, or she's mm-hmm. from another dimension, or we don't know. They're very weird about the way they talk about what she is and what she does. She's only supposed to leave the Velvet Room with us, yeah. and when we hang out with her, she does things like uh, ask us about really basic stuff, like yeah. the sky in the woods. What is grass? And write poetry, because she doesn't know what stuff is, yeah. but she like what are birds, we just don't know. We just don't know. But she does know how to... To write really, really beautiful poems with the words that she does know. I like it when we go up to the hill and she's looking out and she says, Avery, what is that green leaf? And I say, Marie, you missed it. You missed it. That was the only day we could do it. You don't get to know. I'm sorry that in your in your cursed existence, you're never going to know. Whoops. Here in my cursed existence, I look off into the distance. I think... Where is that good green leaf? I hear back that it's not for me. F- I'm sorry I snapped for that. No, it's okay. That was no. It was I. Uh, no, I'm I sorry that snap. I snapped for that. No, I think that you snapped <laughs> exactly correct. I think you snapped at a good time and in a good way because of it was a really great thing that I created. We hung out with like Yosuke. Your art. A li- yeah, <laughs> thanks. I got good art. I think our social link is about to increase. Yeah. Yeah. The way you know that a social link is about to increase is that there's like heavy tension mm. and then a release. And so right now we're at like the <laughs> the tension part. Yep. 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 And Yosuke <sighs> tries to convince Marie that he's our boyfriend. Oh, yeah. He shows up and is mad jealous. And repeatedly is like, oh, he's my partner. This is my partner. Yes. My partner, Avery. My, this is my Avery partner. I, that's fantastic. And she says... After he leaves, she's like, are you guys partners? What does that mean? Is are that like partners friend? or just friends or just acquaintances? And you can say which one. And then mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, we're partners. <laughs> and then Yosuke, who was listening from behind a signpost, went, oh, he pops out of the trash can. He lifts the lid up and goes, 
he's he's in he's in full he's in full detective fedora trench coat and he pops out of the trash can and his eyes his narrow Oscar the Grouch hands in his Oscar the Grouch hands come out and he's just like mm. yes there there was a Sesame Street episode where Oscar the Grouch dressed up like a detective right I like think they so. did like a noir thing yes that's what this was this was Yosuke cosplaying as Oscar the Grouch <laughs> cosplaying as a detective <laughs> and it was really good yes what yes. if Yosuke yes. really does live in those trash cans though we don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. so I hear Juness sells really good ones. Here's the thing about that: is that he says his parents own Juness. I have no evidence of that. They manage Juness. Excuse me, they manage it. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have evidence, and mm-hmm. it's that he has a job there, and there's no other way anyone would ever hire that boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, again, we haven't seen him working there. We've seen like in the in, in fiction so far in this world, <laughs> we have seen him. At the food court mm-hmm. and stealing a TV. <laughs> like, that's all we've seen him do. Stealing away into a TV. Stealing, it, yeah, come, yeah, come steal away mm-hmm. into the TV. And so we haven't seen him work. So we're taking it as him word. Mm-hmm. We're, t- we're taking it as him word. We're taking it as him word. And He boot too big. <laughs> and we are trusting him, which I do trust him, with my life. Mm-hmm. Because he's my partner. Because he's my partner. Uh, but at the same time... He may just live in a trash can and walk around Juness like it's his job. And that's part of the reason that Marie, or sorry, that Saki, R.I.P., mm-hmm. um, could have been so annoyed by him. Is that he literally never works. <laughs> She's like, why are you so annoying? Please help me lift this box. And he's like, um, you want another soda or steak? What if it, what if it all started as a gimmick? to try to get Saki to like him. Like, my dad's the manager. You should be oh, nice God, to me. Yeah. And then he had to, like, carry it through. One time he even convinced his, like, weak-willed dad to come wearing a Juness uniform and, like, <laughs> walk around like, I am I am in charge. He got a Juness uniform out of the dumpster behind <laughs> behind Juness. Dad, you have to put this on. Dad, please. Dad, we, we just please. moved here. I live in a trash can. The only way I'm going to have friends is if you pretend to have a job. <laughs> 423. We take a job mm. as a daycare assistant, daycare caretaker. It's a real twist. Mm-hmm. So now we do have a commitment to sports and we also have a commitment to take care of little kids. I did not like this. I did not like how the, the responsibilities stacked up in this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Caleb was really encouraging us to take on more jobs and clubs. Because we need to meet people and make social links. Mm-hmm. I am the overbearing soccer mom yeah. of Persona. I for Trying one, to get you to just go hang out with some friends. I'm sure if they just, got to know the real you, you'd have a great time. Well, mom, so far, not really. Because I met the soccer team and they all responded to me like I was covered in spikes. Oh, they just don't know you yet. Tell them one of those great stories you tell with your action figures. <laughs> I'm sure they'd love that. You're so talented. Oh, boy. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. I, I will. And so that day, Avery carried seven action figures to school, mm-hmm. but realized he couldn't go to soccer practice. It was instead time to get a job. We consulted the board, and I looked at my options. I think my sympathy for Nanako, which was one of my favorite uh, Korean films, um, uh, t- led me to want to learn to connect better with children. And mm-hmm. so we got a job as a caretaker at a park or something. Yep. At the same place that we took Marie for a little trip at the top right. of the hill. All of a sudden we're here at the top of the hill a lot. Mm-hmm. And we don't start a social link yet, but we right. meet a little kid who's apparently into some trouble because uh-huh. his father just remarried and he doesn't like his stepmom. Right. And we meet his We met step-mom. the stepmom and she's got a portrait. She thanked us for doing our best with yeah. him and said, please be patient with him, even if he's tough. Okay. And I was like, well, it's my job. So, mm-hmm. and then I go paid a hundred dollars for a single afternoon's labor. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. It's great. Economy's thriving. Maybe the stepmom has been under the table tipping everybody extra. Yes. Like, please make my kid love me. I like that. Every chance you get, talk about how much you like me and how he should too. God, it's gotta be hard being a stepmom. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
kids, they don't know anything. <laughs> they don't know what they like. They don't know what they don't like. Mm-hmm. They don't like new people, but new people are usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Ugh, the, my, my number one bonding moment with my stepmom when our social link began mm-hmm. was that we went to go see Jim Carrey's The Grinch together. Yes. And yes, then made yes, yes. Jim Carrey's The Grinch voices at each other for like a straight week. Oh my God. And then it was cemented forever. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. She contends that this was not the first time I met her, but it's... <laughs> But in terms of my child brain, that is yeah. the that is the only memory I have of my initial meeting of that's, her. That's when she became real. Mm-hmm. I mean, we met Chie and Yosuke before we formed a social link, but mm-hmm. I don't remember what we talked about. Yeah. I really only became uh, invested in that relationship once we started um, making Jim Carrey's trash, The Grinch voices. Eating trash steaks and doing high kicks while doing Jim Carrey voices. <laughs> somebody, somebody stop me. Somebody Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, presents. <laughs> My name is Cuban Pete. I'm the king of the Rumba Beak. When I steal all your presents, they go Dabu When I steal all your season greets. <laughs> all the who's on the silly streets. <laughs> What else happened today? Uh, nothing. That was all. God, oh, a stupid day. Well, we get home and Nanako finds out we had a job and she goes, oh, I want to work too. Nanako! There's a running theme in this game of kids wishing they could already have kids jobs. wanting to grow up too fast. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I wanted to grow up when I was a kid too. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out I didn't want to grow up. And uh, Yeah, I don't want to grow up. I'm a, I'm a Toys R Us kid. I'm a Toys R Us kid. kid. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the, the grass is always greener mm-hmm. and the leaf is... <laughs> The grass is always Hold on a second. Danker. Hang on, I'm getting a call from uh, the, the police. police. <laughs> social link go. So, my social link with the police just left up. <laughs> Rank up. Uh, uh, Nick earned the ability in jail. Level four. 20. So on 424, the fourth 420 in a row this, <laughs> on this year. I hope y'all really like this low hanging this low hanging gunch. According to uh, computer science, this is the fifth four twenty in a row. Because four twenty starts with zero, and then four is actually the fifth integer. Four twenty five. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's my new that's my new aggressive punctuation to yeah, a joke that just, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like it either. <laughs> Erase me. So we uh, go on a special hang sesh with Ko and Daisuke that day. And go to the mall with them. Yeah. And just hang out as I buds and pals. This is the day off, right? Mm-hmm. This is a Sunday. Yeah. Um, and uh, everybody's looking really great on a Sunday. The outfits are, are <laughs> Popping super fresh. Popping off. We, and it's nice because in Japan. Fresh as hell. As a Japan student, you only have to have one good outfit. Mm-hmm. Because six days a week, you wear your school uniform and everybody smells terrible. <laughs> on the seventh day, fashion rests. In the case of Chie, you just literally unzip your jacket, and mm-hmm. that's it. The and, end. At the end, she doesn't wear a school uniform, does she? She, she does under her She's jacket. She's just wearing the jacket and yeah. saying that she has the school uniform on, which is a very powerful move. It's smart and strong. Yep. Mm-hmm. I guess they customize their looks with jackets, but still, they're not supposed to do... I don't know. I wonder about this. We have some schools that have uniforms, some public schools that have uniforms, yeah. some that don't. Mm-hmm. In Japan, I wonder if it's ubiquitous. It is. It's so very, it is very all common. high yeah. schools do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Interesting. It's pretty much, as far as I understand. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, well, I don't mind that. I don't know. I don't mind it either. When I was a kid, I would have. I mean, I had my Doug costume when I was a kid. Like I wore this, the same thing every day if I could. You wore a Doug cosplay to school. Yeah, I, I wore the yes, and I, yes. They must have felt really weird about you having a belt on your head all the time. They got over it. Mm-hmm. They got over me real quick. <laughs> <laughs> we dude i did dress up as quail man one day <laughs> oh my god i just remembered that you really did i think it was in the fifth grade it was in the fourth or the fifth grade and for like one we had themed we had a themed week it was like a spirit week and every yeah. day you could do a different thing and one of them was superhero day and i absolutely dressed up as quail man doug some of the most embarrassing things i've ever done have also been during spirit weeks when i was in eighth grade <laughs> Uh, we all there. <laughs> would you like to guess about what I who who I wore uh-huh. to Celebrity Day? Okay, now the theme is celebrity, and you're mm-hmm. in the eighth grade, and I have to guess that it was maybe Jim Carrey. 
Was it Jim Carrey's no. The Mask? No, that would have been good. I, okay. And okay. I do not want to understate how into The Mask I was. I really, really mm-hmm. loved that mm-hmm. movie for sure. Me too. Uh, in fact, and this is a great shame. Yes, please. Tell me. Tell me. Tell I me. did handcraft an outfit yeah. wherein I went to eighth grade yeah. public school yeah. as yeah. the flying spaghetti monster. The Wow. <laughs> wow. Good for you. Good for you. I, now I'm impressed. Did you use real pasta? No, my stepmom helped me make it. We well, made the meatballs out of uh, those like plastic balls you can buy from the big cases in Walmart. Got it. Yes. And then we Did made you pipe cleaners for the noodles. Or no, the it? noodles were much bigger than that. Okay. I think we used. I guess it must have just been like cut, like Manila colored cloth. Okay. That I just had attached to me. I have okay. a picture of it somewhere. Were they like wire? Were they like like? No, nah, they were just floppy. Way? Just a bunch of big floppy noodles. The, the balls were suspended like right here under my armpits, kind of. And then I had the eyeballs right here on my chest. My dad was really into it at the time, and I was like really into it because my dad was. Hang on, I'm sh- hang on, I'm f- I'm flipping through Tinder right I now. I think it might actually be. Oh, the- I found Caleb. <laughs> the quote. Oh, that's weird. It says the balls were suspended right here under my armpits. <laughs> Oh, this new version of Tinder is really good. The basketballs. <laughs> the basket and soccer balls are suspended here it's under weird. my It's not updating. It just says, just, just says the balls. 425. So we meet our PE teacher, Koji Kondo. Koji Kondo, composer. He has, a, he has a slightly different name, I think, but it was pretty close to Koji Kondo. It's Mr. Kondo. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is the one who wrote the Super Mario Brothers theme song mm-hmm. and the Zelda theme song and most of the best music of the last 40 years. But since video games, uh, <clears throat> since nobody plays video games or buys video games, right. he still needed a day job He's as had, a PE teacher. I know. It's been so hard. You know, uh, um, Shigeru Miyamoto didn't get a raise for like 20 years. Did you know that? I didn't know he, that. Like, I, I'm pretty sure he just got regular they just left, salary. They just left him unconscious, nearly dead on the ground for 20 years. Yeah, and they, 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 they wouldn't raise, they didn't give him a raise, you idiot. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Good one. Got me. What happened on 425? Well, we teacher condo. We added to our pile of responsibility. Yes. And we. Oh God! We joined a culture club. We joined a culture club, and in this case, our choices were band or yes. drama. Yeah. Would you like to talk to me a little bit about your? Oh, actually, here, let me act out our tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We did the tour. So we went to band. Is it, no, actually, little, here, actually, sorry, we'll start with drama. There's a little foreshadowing because Caleb said, "Let me act out." So keep keep <laughs> keep, that keep that in mind, mind, audience. We went to the drama club and we walked in, and Yumi Ozawa who we would later yes. learn her name, Yumizawa goes, all right, everyone, let's practice our lines. Yes. And then we go. <laughs> she does a tongue twister. And then we go to band. Yep. And in band, we hear toot, 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 And then we hear a girl go. <laughs> we see <laughs> a child. <laughs> a round-headed girl. She has the sphere head. Big, bright red cheeks. Big, bright red cheeks. Mm-hmm. And she is apparently super embarrassed about playing the bassoon or something. Like, I don't know what was going on in there. But it literally just said, toot, 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 toot. And then she said, wah! And I thought, I've never had an easier choice to make in my life. <laughs> something you did accidentally that's very uh-huh. cool oh. is you picked the opposite choices of what they do in the tv show oh really so we will eventually if we watch any of the show yeah get the basketball and band side oh cool but for now you picked a drama we walked into your drama class and yep. immediately like all real drama classes we realized that every single student in there was horny horny <laughs> horny a major plot actually coming into the, coming into the station <laughs> A major plot, apparently, is that the drama team captain and another person in the drama club will flirt with each other so much to the detriment of the club itself. Yes. From the perspective of Yumi, who's clearly kind of an overachiever. Yeah, she says a couple of those things. That she's like, oh, I, well, hopefully flirting will improve your ability to deliver lines. She fucking dunks. She dunks. All over them. Yeah. And it, honestly, reading this, I was like, somebody was actually in mm-hmm. theater class because it's the only place in high school where people are legitimately throwing dunks that solid at each other yep. in a way that they actually take seriously. Yes. And it's also the place where literally every person in every room has thought about hooking up with each other or actually tr- hooked up with each other. They're trying to so hard. <laughs> I mean, okay, so you did drama mm-hmm. in high school. Yes. I did drama in high school. Yeah. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Bit, you know, miss it real bad. Seeing this little taste of drama club. Ooh. 
God, I wish I could go back there. It was a good time. Yeah. The choices really are you go to band and you enrich yourself and your life and mm-hmm. you learn about uh, music mm. and you have a skill that you can carry with you Finer into things. the future, yes. into late high school or even college or even past that. Yes. Band really is an enriching, fulfilling experience oh. for you and for everyone involved. Toot, toot, toot. In theater, you find a place to go during your other classes. Yes. <laughs> Where you don't you have to do literally anything except flirt with people. An escape hatch for dunks and flirts. <laughs> Um, and she was the Sun Arcana, so we started the Sun Arcana. Sun Arcana, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, okay. We're wandering, every one of these days, we're like wandering around, we're trying to find what we can find, we're exchanging items, we're going like, and I'm kind of going like, what am I supposed to do today? What can I do? Mm-hmm. Caleb's giving me a couple of tips, but mostly we're just kind of wandering around, checking every place and just kind of seeing what we can see. Something we noticed, speaking of seeing what we can see, yeah. that I had never seen before any of the times I played this game, which mm. is making it fun to play it like this with you. Yeah. As we were wandering around at night, we saw that on a not cloudy day, the night sky in the shopping district is actually really, really well animated and pretty. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It had been cloudy for several consecutive days. And then we tr- we teleported to the shrine, mm-hmm. at, which is one of our god powers. Mm-hmm. The um, always pushable square button, square button right there for me. The square button, better than my husband. The square button. The square button. <laughs> cuter, cuter, than a, cuter than another button, just the square button. The, the square button. Square button. Eventually merged into the square enix button. Square, sometimes known as square soft button. The square button. I would I would kill somebody for the square button, probably. Square button. Anything I need, I'll be there. Square button. I'll be square. I'll be square. S- the, the square button. Just go ahead and feed that to me. You ever heard of that show, Double Square Challenge? Family Double Square. That's about me pressing the square button just too many times. Double the times that I even needed to. We teleported to the shrine. As the gods are want to do. Do they know that we're talking about an NPC? There's an there's NPC. An, yeah, yeah. There, there's an NPC who, when you talk to her, she's like, "Did you know about the square button? The be- the best button, the ever pressable square button, always there when you need it." Mm-hmm. I would leave my husband for that one. Was, that yeah, was exactly. That was a, a direct quote. So mm-hmm. that's the yeah. <sighs> Went to the shrine, came out of the shrine, and I was like, "What's weird? What's weird? Something's weird. Something's changed." And then we looked up at the sky, and it was purple and st- star spattered, mm-hmm. and a, and a, a, a comet shot across the periphery of the cloud cut the 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 tree line a beautiful shooting star ah. i made a wish for the square button to finally notice me <laughs> it was a good notice time. me button senpai notice. april 26th a kid in our class asks us to go spy on a girl for him did not like that that was weird we went and asked a girl we had the opportunity to ask her why she's on the roof what her hobbies are and what or about her dreams. her dreams i opted to start with the lightest weight question and asked her what she liked about the roof do you remember what she said she said something like uh i just like it it feels open i like to see the sky i don't know it's cool i guess Mm -hmm. fair fair and then it was and then it was like you think you shouldn't ask her any more questions today Mm -hmm. yeah fair enough (laughs) because you're Um, already coming off a little too eager we've had some fun here today but this game is pretty shitty (laughs) toward women yes yeah a lot of the time Mm -hmm. there is uh the young man who says i can see dating a girl or even talking to her but murdering a girl now that's too far and it's like what the fuck (laughs) are you talking about it's weird to put those things on like a spectrum like to even be having this like in what in what world is that a series of steps he's like well women are definitely objects to me what are the verbs that are okay to do on these objects gross fucking game yeah and then this guy over here is like i like the girl on the roof will you go talk to her for me and it's like just go talk uh, to her dog i mean that's like a thing that teens do Mm -hmm. it's like oh will you help me you know you're nervous or whatever and we stigmatize relationships between people that you're interested in or whatever and you're not supposed to if you're a guy you're not supposed to talk to girls until you get married and it's like fucking stupid <laughs> rules. our whole culture's fucking stupid mm-hmm. but writing vows is really hard because you've literally never spoken mm-hmm. uh well what do girls like should i uh uh should i mention should i mention cars or guns i forget which one girls like <laughs> i wonder how often how often people get to the altar because i wouldn't know as a gay man i wonder how yeah. often uh heterosexual people get to the uh, the author is what i almost said mm-hmm. Heterosex- you were thinking about neil gaiman the author how many you said <laughs> heterosexual people get to the altar and then like uh like when 
you hear someone's voice from Tinder for the first time, but to a really extreme extent, <laughs> uh-huh. where like you go up and you're looking into their eyes and you're going first for your vows, uh-huh, uh-huh. and so you say like, "I promise to, I uh, probably, you know, have a, have a pretty good time with you. Probably, you look fine." <laughs> I promise to uh, not play my video games too loud in the house that we will now share. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and then he looks at you with just like so much love in his eyes. And you guys, even though you haven't spoken, you've really forged a connection over yeah. the last three years mm-hmm. that you've dated. And and he looks he looks you deep into your soul. Yeah. And he says, I promise. <laughs> and then that's like it. And that's marriage. Yeah. Uh, it's just fucking frustrating. And it like... In Persona games, it's allowed to hint dramatically at homosexual relationships, but Mm -hmm. never manifest one actually. Yeah. You're allowed to engage in heterosexual relationships, but they're not good either. No. Like, (laughs) it's, well... And everybody around you is just like, I need to walk this young girl home from the gas station at night. It's like, no, you absolutely <laughs> fucking don't. You should have killed that man. It's weird to have a game that gives you characters yeah. that appear to only be writable if you trust that women are, are people with interests and feelings and beliefs. Because you create... Yeah. Yukiko and Chie yeah. were both vibrant characters. Yeah. You create these these characters who are, like, real people to, a, to an extent. Yes. And then keep throwing context at them... It does not mesh with that. Yes, exactly. Like, there is an, an, is the assumption that the greater world... Cor- I mean, it is a correct assumption that mm-hmm. the world at large is, like, shitty, sexist, misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Like, these are real people, more or less. Like, that really happens. There are really people that are this bad. Right, but I'm not interested. But I'm I don't want to do them. Yeah. I don't want to do that part. I don't want to be forced to be them. And 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 there's a thing that, that, that happens in fiction a lot where you spend so much time depicting sh- the shittiness inherent in real life mm-hmm. that, that 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 it just contributes to the overall problem. No, right? you're not fixing it. You're not fixing it. You're mm-hmm. not showing a better way. We spend all day long in dystopias and no time in, hey, what if anything worked? Mm-hmm. What if anything went okay? We are touching on an issue with the Persona games, which is that they often conflict with their own messages. Yeah. Treating people kindly and making friends in a genuine way Mm -hmm. clashes with treating women like they're objects. And what it reeks of to me, what it seems like to me, Mm -hmm. the smell, that the waft that I get, Mm -hmm. and this is not to excuse the game, is that it seems like they think to get people to play the game, they have to trap you with like anime thirst. They assume so little of their audience. They assume their audience is shitty men. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so even creators of a game doing small steps of improving the social world, Mm -hmm. they seem absolutely convinced that because their audience is definitely already shitty, they have to pander to that on some level. Right. Yeah. And I think... I think there's no way that happens without the person creating it also having some of that problem. Totally, obviously, totally. But then there's also the like marketing department, yeah, and like what and the and the, the huge complicated pile of making something like a video game or a movie, where you have so many people are involved and it's conflicting intents and so forth. Yeah, you. See, I can't remember if we said on, on the show yet, but you told me that there was in the game there's code and script for a relationship with Yosuke. In the actual code for the game, a thing that you can find and unpack, there are lines, even to the point of being voice acted, Yeah, where Yosuke was potentially going to be a romance. I never knew I had such heat inside. Don't go. I like you. Don't make me say stuff like that. And it's unclear whether the plan for it was in case there had been a female option for playing okay. or not. Okay. But it appears, best based on the data we have, it appears that Yosuke could have been a potential romance and just didn't make it. Yeah. And that's so frustrating. Yeah. But it reads in some of his language and lines. And yeah. Even in Golden, I think, because they picked up on it, the localizers, mm. they doubled down on some of that. Like, uh, okay, we're going to see how much we can load our translation of the script with this text. Got it. Because especially that scene with Marie where he comes and says you're his partner repeatedly. And then is winking all the time. He's winking and all the time. We get to really hang out with Chie for the first time. 
and we learn that she wants to train with us some. So we go to the floodplain. Yeah. We kick around for a while and our bond. She she wants to hang out. And it's so interesting when you see them like hanging out. The way that it the way that it suggests you should hang out is that they seem bored. Do you want to <laughs> hang out? It's this very like, yeah, no big deal, but like, you wanna hang out or what? Mm-hmm. You know, which is fine. Um, but she takes you to the to the park and you has you do frog leaps and high kicks and is like, We've got to train. And it's so funny because the options are either you go, yeah, that's a good idea, or I'm not into it. I'm not interested. I don't think so. And then she and then she goes, should we train? Or she goes, we should train. And then you can go, I agree, or for what? <laughs> and it's like, ooh. I actually really don't mind this. So yeah. I've heard people complain about this before, too. Like the Bioware. Yeah. Either you are... You're either a normal person or a complete degenerate asshole. Well, you're either... You're either uh, saving saving babies from a burning building or creating a neurotoxin that will kill every baby that ever existed. It's really less distinct than that in this case. It really is you're either a normal nice person doing normal things and mm-hmm. you just say, yeah, I agree with you. Or you can say, for what, noob? <laughs> Something I like about that, though, yeah. is it reinforces for people that maybe need it yeah. that that is obviously the right choice and hopefully every time in your head you go oh that's obviously the right choice makes it faster for you to not be a dick Mm. in your day-to-day life the number of people who are real life assholes and who who will say oh i always choose the renegade option tells me that that is not really working (laughs) no i'm saying that if you because in this game it's different in bioware games because bioware games you do get rewarded on either side Mm -hmm. in this game you are specifically you're being coaxed yeah you're not rewarded yeah. for picking the other one you mm-hmm. are only punished there's situations where you can ruin the social link for a while mm. if you say particularly good. awful things yeah again yeah so that's that's good mm-hmm. yeah but uh anyway that that's funny that it lets it's it's like it is funny to see it <laughs> yeah but it does create this cognitive dissonance of like that's not the story like i would never say that mm-hmm. and we leveled up our social link whatever that means she's the chariot arcana the chariot <laughs> 427. 427. <laughs> the 7th 420. <laughs> <laughs> Open up another bud of your advent calendars. <laughs> the, the only thing we really do today yeah. is we eat a, like a big, big old beef bowl at Aya. We went to eat the beef bowl. And this is something that normal humans can't do. But because we are a new god plus, <laughs> we go and we eat the beef bowl. And we sweat through it. And we see... Avery just mechanically churning beef into his mouth. The rainy day special mega beef bowl challenge. And it's like, you can't even see the rice. There's so much beef, but you do it Mm -hmm. and your diligence increases and your, your bod increases and your, and your expression increases. And that look increases. And that look is so good because you got that beef belly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that big round beef belly. That protein is really tightening up those delts and tries. And the shelf, and the sh- the chef is like, ah, yeah, I can't believe you did that. And that's like walking into McDonald's and ordering twenty burgers and having the person behind that counter going, McDonald's. <laughs> I can't believe you ate all those burgers. <laughs> Sonic, that's a lot of tater tots. <laughs> Taco Bell. Wow, so much garbage. <laughs> Crystal, you shouldn't have even one of those eaten. <laughs> Let alone the sack full. Um, and that's what that was like. But we ate the beef and I felt very good. And I once again, um, uh, I am really playing this game as a full-throated millennial. Because I am getting all the gifts immediately. That's tell a bird lingo? Yeah, tell it's me. It's bird lingo. Tell me about that Full-throated. That's when you have the big tuft mm-hmm. and you get what you want with no effort. And, um... Oh! Is <laughs> that what that is? It's a, I'm, I am a red-breasted entitlement. And I have gotten get what you what want. i want with no effort apparently you're supposed to like suffer through trying to eat this this beef bowl many rainy days and then and then you get a little bit more courage but then you die like you die and then you are resurrected whereas i say oh an enormous beef bowl nothing for me it's nothing for me i'll eat anything i'll eat including whatever including i'll eat miso in my fridge <laughs> that has visible mold it's like 
this is some white miso. But you think it used to be red miso. And there's a packet of red miso next to this. This past the expiration date. Mm, and you also see a little yes. smiley face on a funkus boy that mm-hmm. has grown out of the miso and is walking around on it wondering who he is and what is his purpose what in he life? will become. And he's going, hi there. Hello. I, Hello. I, it's very cold in this refrigerator. How did I find myself here? I hope nobody eats me because they would probably get sick. Will you eat it? <laughs> and I go, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Ate the white miso, gained some courage. Mm-hmm. And then felt sick enough to lie down and die. And then it was the next day. Mm-hmm. But now uh, we we scooped, we scraped the little fungus boy off. And now he's actually kind of a mascot for Persona 4, which is interesting. <laughs> he's like this little character now who sits on our uh, carry him around UI. in the backpack. Mm-hmm. We no, carry- he sits on the UI. <laughs> oh, hi there. Yeah, he kicks Every his time we, feet. we pause and it does its like delicious animations. And then little fungus boy goes, hi there. He like wanders in. He's, he's the clippy this- of Persona 4. <laughs> It looks like you're trying to fuse someone of the magician arcana. Oh, it's me, Drippy. Did you want some help? <laughs> Did you like my almost Mickey Mouse voice? Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Sora. <laughs> <laughs> Gorsh. <laughs> Quack. That's the other one. That's the other one. 428. 428. The end of this obnoxiously long week. <laughs> Very long nine-day week. We went back to drama class. Yes. And this time, we came armed with a good, good boy. Yes. A little floppy-tongued dog with wings for ears named Q-Sith. Caleb asked me if we had a Sun Arcana persona. Mm-hmm. Sun Arcana persona. That's the kind of thing you have to say when you're playing this video game. And I looked, and I had not. And so we went, and we fused. And we got rid of a pixie and something else. And it turned into... Me! <laughs> The drama dog. Your favorite dog. It's like, is it, is it, do we say, I think it's Ku she? I think it's Ku. Oh, is, is it that, like Kate's, is it like Cat she? Like is, that, from, is that how you say that? That's how you say that from Final Fantasy VII. It's a, it's a Scottish thing. I think. Oh, yeah, that uh, is what Gaelic. it is. Because there is also the, yeah. the Cat she, the C A I T S I T H. Okay. That's also in this game. Okay, too. so this is, this is Ku she. Mm hmm. The Koosh Ball Dog. Ku she, the Koosh Ball Dog. 428. Cushy. Cushy dog. And he's green and he's got that long tongue. I'm just here to help you with your dramas. And Caleb started doing this voice, talking to me like the drama dog. And this fucking dog's stupid face. I love it. Your friend Yumi is really making use of the Stanislavski method. My tail is really long and it's indistinguishable from my tongue in certain aspects. Make strong choices. I recommend licking your friends. Hey, do you see my tongue sticking all the way out? Stick your tongue all the way into this scene. All scenes will be improved if you act a little more like your good uh, friend Kushi. Warp. Yoshi. Kushi. Yoshi. 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 Huh. The more, more on this as it develops. <laughs> The more on this as it as you know it. The more you know as this develops. <laughs> so we go to drama class. Mm. We're doing a line. I mean, we do a scene. Um, Wait, and no, you have to tell me. They, okay. they ask mm. us to, mm. uh, to, with a line. To recede, to recede a line. To recede a line. And I say, I think that I shall never see a poem as lovely as the sea. And it's like, no, no, no. I, I, wanna, I want a dramatic reading. Of what you remember the line being from the video game, Persona 4. Nothing crazes me like the golden moon of ocean. But when I see those big old thighs... Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna gonna, gonna stop right there. my bod in motion. No, don't worry. You get to do this again. I I wanted a little more like... Okay, that was a good audition. That was good. And we're really considering you for the part. You're really considering you for the part. my courage go up? Could you do it a little more like, um, like shady? Okay. Nothing crazes me like the shadier. Nothing crazes me like the golden light of moon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But could somebody give me some water? When I yeah, this is great. This is great. Keep going. Get into in the water. Thank you. Some lime. A lime would be great. When I get in the ocean. No, this other guy looks really great. Did you think this like there's a. Uh, there's can, like a really good keep, headshot on the team. No, are going. you guys it's even fine. listening no, yeah, to no, me? Keep, no, you can keep going. Sorry, I broke, I'm sorry. I broke character. Yeah. Very unprofessional. No, it's actually, you know what? It's fine. It's fine that you stopped. I, you know what? I don't yeah. think it's right. So yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. But thank you so Does much. Does anybody want to kiss? <laughs> <laughs> Is this still drama club? 
Yumi says, do you want to ad lib a kiss? Which yes. is one of yes. the funniest yes. things I've ever heard. She's like, I need you to be my husband and don't fuck this up. Um, <laughs> just, you know, stay loose, but take it very serious. And by the way, would you like to ad lib a kiss? <laughs> but we cannot pre-plan it because it has to feel just, natural. Hey, ad lib it, but just like tongue me when you're ready. When mm-hmm. you're feeling this. I would and like you to ad lib a kiss between this line and this line. Yes, she's she's doing a good job of making us feel like we're participating while actually laying out completely exactly what we're going to do. And that's Drama Club. That's Drama Club right there. Yep. That's the facts. And that concludes this week of Persona 4. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening. We hope you've learned a lot. I know I sure did. Friendship's important. Mm-hmm. Um... Only kiss certain of your friends in certain contexts. Yeah, ad lib only. Ad lib only. And it's uh, me, your skeleton friend, Adley Bonely. Adley Bonely. <laughs> God we, damn it. <laughs> we uh, will be back next week with even more persona for you. Oh, we'll be back. Don't worry about that. Thanks to you, Caleb, for joining me on this adventure. Yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Leave us a little review on iTunes if you get a chance. Please do. Review, subscribe, tell some friends. Other than talking about it on our own respective social media platforms, we don't like advertise at all. We don't pay for advertising. How could we? (laughs) (laughs) There's no budget. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Till next week, I am thou. And thou art I. And and every every day day is great. great. (laughs) That's fine. That's cute.